Hello, everybody. You're listening to The Big Brother Brothers, the ultimate online podcast. I'm your big brother obsessed host, Fox Van Allen. And joining me today is a man who's just so classy all the way through. Join me in welcoming my friend, Mr. Lance Cartelli. Hello, Lance. Hey, Fox. Am I just so impressive that you're at a loss for words? I am so impressed. I am a big fan of you, Lance. So I thought we'd just sit here in yeah. awkward silence for 30 seconds. And Don't ask just, me any questions. <laughs> just just say how impressive and classy I am and how well dressed I am. Well, Ian had some answers, but like Ian's Ian, so like he's just like he's he's just giving you a yes or no, and we're we're moving on with some of those. He's um, just straightforward, and you know that's it. Just shows how an interviewer should be. Got to ask these open-ended questions. You can't ask yes or no. I'm I if, if only I am trying yeah. my my best to learn so much hey, from Julie. That's Chandler's a little. Season. It's a little peek behind the curtain on the Big Brother Brothers right there. That's the right, that's right. Insider. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying my best to live up to the standards that Julie Chen has set. Um, so we've got, a, we've got a lot to talk about here, Lance. Uh, we have got to talk about a week that is, this may be as good as it gets, Lance. This, this past week we were talking about, this is like, this is like the Jess HOH from last year. We're gonna get, it's, it's like, uh, if Big Brother is a metaphor for 2020, you get one good week, and even that week isn't so good. Because yeah, I was gonna say, was this even that good of a week? Like, I I still am like bummed out and kind of you know depressed and a little bored. So yeah. if this is as good as it gets, uh oh. <laughs> well, I won't. Uh, let's okay. Well, we won't call it a good week. I mean, certainly there is a lot of stuff that just goes wrong here. And looking into the future, there's plenty that goes wrong this week that's just gonna set things up for an even bigger mess in the future. But that's Big Brother for you, right? Um, but, um, but boy, and 2020. Yeah, you know? but the one good thing you can say about this week, at least, is that there is a lot of game happening. There are so many game decisions, um, and a, a lot of a lot of people are actually playing the game, though it may not look like it based on what happens at the end. Um, so, uh, so let's let's get into it here, Lance, because uh, we got we got a lot to talk about. We got to talk about this. Uh, figure out who cries best. Uh, we got a lot of fake tears this 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 this, this particular week. We gotta we gotta we gotta compare the acting chops of uh, all our Big Brother contestants. Uh, we're gonna see uh, how this particular HOH reign went. Uh, we'll 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 see how who are the winners and who are the win uh, losers of Danny's reign as HOH. And we will oh little winners losers okay. And we will look forward to uh, we're gonna look forward to seeing uh, who the new HOH is in the spoiler section and all the wonderful ways that that will disappoint you. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but first, let's talk about something that wasn't disappointing, Lance, and that's this, uh, that's this uh, HOH contest that leads to these spectacular mess of a nomination. Um, uh, so we have our, our first real Endurance HOH, uh, and we got some good moments here in the Endurance HOH. We got some uh, weird faces out of Tyler. Uh, that was pretty good. Uh, we got some uh, we got some acting at Devon, and I guess that's my first question for you, Lance. What did you think about this Devon idea that after what happened last week with her and Bailey, she decides I want to throw this HOH. I don't want any part of this. Do you do you buy it? Like it's kind of the thing where when you fall down, you kind of stay down and act like you got hurt, so no one really laughs at you. Like if I fell off, I'd say, oh yeah, I was throwing it too. So, but uh, you know, I guess since we don't know, it was good acting on her part. And uh, I thought it was interesting that she would do that. But if she wants to continue this narrative that kind of keeps her safe where she doesn't win stuff, that was a good start, even though that kind of backfired when she, you know, spoiler, did win something. And then she did win stuff, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I didn't, I don't, I, I was very nervous about it when it, when it first happened. Uh, obviously, now that we've seen what happens with Danny's HOH and all the, the various ways that it goes wrong with all these special powers in the mix, um, especially if Devon's thinking about taking a shot at Christmas this particular week, if that wound up happening, um, that might not have been, that might not have gone very well. Uh, especially so, when you don't have the numbers, like that is just a, she does it's, not. a it's a huge gamble and it's, you know, it's kind of been this whole season where people are just kind of get trying to get lucky and instead of, you know, trying to stack the good weeks on top of each other. And she didn't do that. Yeah. And uh, it looks like uh, Devon actually makes out pretty well here um, in terms of who the HOH is, because there are a lot of people in the house that would otherwise have sent her out the door or put her on the block. Um, but she gets lucky in the sense that uh, Danny, who she's getting increasingly close with, close with is only going to put two, uh, two of her closest allies on the block. Or if they're not allies, two people that Devon has been trying to work with, two people who are at least not just filling, just telling a bunch of lies to her face, with maybe the yeah, exception of David. But all they're doing is just rearranging the chairs on the Titanic. That's all. That's all this is, and it's kind of terrible to watch, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, well, it's the. It's this is new. This is new school, Big Brother, Lance. This is what you get. This is new school. Big Brother is a very complicated game of secret Hitler, where you spend the <laughs> entire the entire first half of the game secretly screwing over everybody and just lying your face off about it. And uh, you got to try and figure out with these these stupid votes at the like five to three, seven to zero, whatever they turn out to be. Try to figure out who's screwing you over and. These people, uh, uh, the uh, Devon, um, Kevin, uh, David, they are not great at re. They're as much as I love Devon. This is uh, and this is a spoil. This is more spoiler than anything else. But once this vote happens, like they, there's a lot of there's a lot of confusion about what happened this particular. Yeah, week. people are gonna go back and watch this, and they're gonna be like, oh my god. And, you know, I'm sure most people do when you're in that house and it's so hard to know what the truth is and everything. Yeah. But this season, it really reminds me of Game of Thrones where everyone's trying to figure out the twist and what, what's going on, like, what, and everything. But it's still bad. Like, it's still not good, you know? So, no, no, it's not. Yeah, this isn't like season six Game of Thrones. We're talking, like, the final season where everyone's trying to figure that yeah. out. They're being the, the, the Reddit detectives, but yeah. they're not. The, the story is still being written and it's not that good. That's, that's, where, that's where we are right now. Um, I and that's like, what the frustrating part is. You yeah. want to like shake day and all of them and be like, this is what's going on. And it's like, they're just talking and they're like, you know, it does feel like there's a six person alliance or there's this huge alliance that's running the house. Like, yeah, have you been in this house and you don't realize this? Yeah, there, there are some good game players in the mix. Like Cody's actually playing a great game, but you, you can't root for the person who's like been running the thing from day one. Like that's not, exactly. that's not fun. That's not exciting. You want to root for yeah. the underdogs and you want to at least have somewhere, maybe that things are going to fall apart. He has a great week here. Uh, Cody is, is talking about putting some blood on Nicole and Danny's hands. And uh, boy, is this a bloodbath here? Uh, because uh, obviously we know uh, Danny does not, but we know that David has a power. And uh, the moment that David is one of these nominees, David's coming off the block and he waits uh, a little bit of time. Uh, this is a power that David has to use in secret or I guess can use in secret. Uh, so he sneaks off into the diary room and he thinks no one's looking. Spoiler alert, Devon notices, uh, but he tries to sneak off when no one's noticing, when no one's looking. And then a couple hours later, he comes down off the block 
Danny's got to make a split decision here. And the split decision she makes is Tyler. Um, so we got a couple questions here. First of all, what do you think of that nomination? So this is something that Danny's been talking about doing. She's been considering doing it. She says she's going to take a shot at Tyler. She can't miss. Uh, and then all of a sudden, pressure's on Tyler. Uh, you know, it was just a, another misstep, it feels like, in these All-Stars where it's it's half measures, you know? You don't half-ass two things. You whole-ass one thing. So in one hand, you like that she's ready to take that. She even says it. I was willing to take that, and now I'm willing not to. So which is just kind of feels like modern Big Brother, where it's like, I'll do it. I'll say I'll do it, but then I won't. So yeah. it's frustrating on that part. But in the end, it would have split up and put her in a really bad position going after Tyler. And so going after Ian with how many people she had to put up, it just made a lot more sense. So just with everything going on, that's just how it went. So it was, it was weird, but you know, like you said, made it a, an interesting week at least. Yeah, she, I mean, she's in a terrible position here um, to have to do that on the spot. Um, and if she is going to backdoor Tyler, that's something that requires a lot of preparation. Like you can't just, say, all right, we're back during Tyler this week and it happens. It's like, you've got to yeah. talk with your allies and just make sure you got to figure out who's, who he can be up against that he goes home. Um, Kevin is not the right choice there uh, because the moment that he is now on the block, everyone's like, all right, well, we got to get out Kevin now. Like Kevin is like, we got to save Tyler. We got to get out. Uh, so, I mean, that's again, modern big brother. You got to keep Tyler and get out Kevin. Um, but, uh, but the, uh, the, the majority alliance in the house, uh, is going to spend an awful lot of time trying to convince, uh, Devon and everybody else that the most important thing is that these nominations stay the same, that Tyler is a target. Tyler has to go home. It is a big, it is a big shot here. Uh, and, uh, and, and Danny cannot miss, uh, even though Danny really wants to miss here and just have. Kevin that's I really don't like that's just so confusing to me like it's a complete 180 from the beginning of the week to the end of the week like she makes this move she does the damage with herself to herself and then she can't follow through yeah that I mean that's really been like the kind of disappointment it's all hype and then when you come down to actual action it doesn't happen mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's been disappointing on that end and I mean the only real good part of this week was you start to see the fractures of everything. Things are, things are opening up. It really yeah. reminded me of the previous All-Star season when Big Brother 6 Alliance was starting to falter because we talked about this in previous episodes when people's plus ones, their backup plans start getting taken, people start freaking out and Nicole's the one that's gonna freak out. Yeah, this, is, this entire week really turns out to be a proxy war um, where there are two very distinct sides of the Alliance where it, uh, you know, they, they Guys versus guys versus the girls, basically. That's like the the basic uh, split here, where it's Cody on his side wants to keep his folks around and is more than okay to see Nicole and Danny lose someone that they're somewhat close to, um, because it makes him stronger, it makes them weaker, and if they're weaker, they need Cody even more. Um, so you know, it's a fantastic week for Cody, but it's a it's a terrible week for everybody else. Um, and speaking of, speaking of terrible weeks, or at least uh, disappointments, uh, what do we think about David's acting skills here? We were promised in that opening package that David is great at crying on command. And I will say, he is fantastic at crying on command. He is really good at that. Uh, but how do, what, do we, what is your review about how he put it into practice, Lance? A, a solid D plus for me. It's 
like it's one thing to not be a good actor which he wasn't like up like props to him for the fake tears but it's one yep. thing to not be a good actor but you know at mo actors have motivation and his motivation didn't make sense because who is saving him like there's no point there's no logic there's no thought process behind that so stop trying to get like good for you for trying it you know good for him but what's the thought process behind it i didn't get it yeah some of the uh some of the weird moments are when uh, he asks if devon saved him uh, obviously no uh if you'd spend a moment thinking about that like even in, like no and then yeah. Tyler, Tyler, did you save me to and wind up putting yourself on the block? No, that also did not happen. Yeah. Uh, Lance, my, my, my favorite was uh, was Cody though, and he just laughs at him. He's like, "No, just stop doing what you're doing. Like we know what's going on." Yeah. Most people did. Uh, Memphis, they did not show a lot of Memphis, um, uh, but Memphis was very very much knew that David was not telling the truth. Yeah, and he was a total dick about it because that's Memphis what could have said. I mean, David could have done anything, and Memphis wouldn't have believed him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, he, he just does not seem to like David. Curious. So weird. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, David, uh, David gives a really, really bad act. It, it is a terrible, terrible job here. Um, this is like, this is, it's like, like, if this was a game of secret Hitler, like, that's just, like, that's the, that's such a clear lie. It's like such a, it's just such a blatant lie. And this lie is going to wind up coming back to haunt him because now he just looks like the kind of guy who's gonna lie about stuff for no reason. So if there's something where next week, if there's a situation where he's telling the truth and other people aren't, he's in trouble. And yeah, unfortunately- you kind of know, it, it's like a poker game. You, you know his tell now because this is, it's so obvious that he's lying. So you just know how he acts when he lies. Yeah. And that's just a huge, for a guy who hasn't played a strong game, it's just another you know, notch on that. Yeah, um, it does not help him, by the way, uh, that in his introduction, that everybody else who went into the house with him saw, he's describing how good he is at fake crying. Uh, people were looking for this, like, when is David gonna fake cry? He said he's good at fake crying. Is it gonna happen now? Why are you crying at the nominate? Like, when you get saved? Like, that's when he breaks down into the tears because he thought people wanted him got. Uh, it's just a terrible, it's a terrible it, acting job. It just goes back to what's he thinking? Like, why does that, he think anybody, like, it's one thing to think everyone you're surrounded with are idiots, and they might be, but they're not born yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he's kind of been getting a lot of criticism for being the rookie here. Um, and uh, Cody had a, a moment on the live feeds where he said, like, really, basically, the only person David has to blame for being a rookie is himself. Like, if he had just, like, if he had come in with some knowledge of the show, he'd be doing fine. Like, maybe he'd a little bit sloppy, like his, he's not fantastic, but if he just knew a little bit more about the game. Well, you're also going in with these people who are, for the most part, good at this and respect the game. He just goes, it, when you don't oh, know the game and everything, you don't, you're, you're not respecting the game. And to a lot of people, especially like an Ian or somebody that yeah. just loves that game so much, just disrespectful. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we have uh, we still have a lot to talk about here. I hear your dog Walter getting super excited in the background, and it must be because Walter knows we are about to discuss the veto competition, one of the best moments here of Big Brother twenty two, at least at least to me. Uh, and that's yeah. because in a rare situation, someone we actually like wins, and <laughs> we are going to talk all about that right after this. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we are back. Walter has calmed down a little bit, uh, no, but I, I don't want to. Well, I'm going to get him worked up again because we're going to talk about microbrews here, Lance. Um, first of all, I want to get your opinion on this competition. I thought this, because this is a new one. We don't, we rarely get new competitions on Big Brother. I thought it was great. What do you think? I love a new comp, especially when you're getting so many retreads. And I, I thought it was great. Anything where I'm like, damn, I would suck at that. That looks tough. I want to see those kind of things. Yeah. And, you know, anything where somebody can just let out a small breath and it just ruins everything, I'm for it. Yeah, Tyler literally blows it. Um, that was, yep. that, that was fantastic. Uh, one thing I do want to call out that I really liked about this competition that Big Brother should consider doing in the future. They held this competition in a studio. They didn't hold this in the back. Usually they hold a veto competition in the backyard. We were talking a little bit about the bad air quality in Los Angeles. Uh, still an issue. Um, so they thought it would be better if this was conducted inside. Um, and, and I really think that makes for better competition. Like it just gives them more freedom to do interesting things. Um, create those fun sets that they like to do. Uh, there's just a lot more options. And this one was great. This one, this one even had like a backstory to it where Nicole is a mad scientist or something. Um, what do you think about Cody's acting skills? So uh, I'd say he's a step above David. So C minus. <laughs> Cody is the, uh, Cody, I mean, Devon is an acting coach, but Cody is the actual actor. He's got some Christmas movies coming out. He's been in some that's that's a great point. Uh, maybe he, I think maybe he's been he in a went to Dave movie. He's got a he's a he's got a wide range. Yes. Yeah. Clearly. He, he, he plays he plays the bro or the hot guy you get married to. Um uh, anyway. Or the or the douchebag ex. I guess that's the uh, hot guy you get married to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody for everybody, Lance. Um <laughs> so uh so the uh, the veto competition, um you you mentioned the Tyler. I, I love the Enzo with the with the tongue out a lot. Um, yeah, thinking he's Michael Jordan. Yeah, he um, he was trying to do it one-handed. You can't do it, like Devon was supporting her hand. Yeah, you have to hand. support. Yeah, he was just a little bit too, a little bit too shaky. That yeah. looks really tough. I mean, they're basically just stacking dollhouse uh, cans of fake beer. Um, you can even be really good at it, and it's just the slight, you know, obviously, you know, millimeter and everything it was crazy. The one thing uh, to add on to your point about how they did it inside, I thought it was kind of cool that everyone was kind of huddled around the TV, kind of like you're watching like the game and yeah. like, oh, this happened, that happened. I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah. And then I loved the micro uh, veto. I thought it was really adorable. That was, <laughs> Nicole, Nicole, make it bigger. I need it to be big. Uh, that was that was a lot of fun. And it was also a lot of fun that when you're there at the veto ceremony, it's still the, it is still yeah. the tiny veto. They did yeah, not. They, they did leaned not into it and. Yeah. That, those little things are, are nice little touches. Yeah, tiny veto, big power. It's still uh, still the same. Uh, and it gives Devon the most power she has ever had in Big Brother. Like this is Devon's moment. Um, and this is a very big moment for her because the entire house is working overtime to convince her, one, don't use the veto. Unfortunately, she did promise she wouldn't. So that puts her in a bad position to start. But uh, the entire house goes to work to convince her, 
that everybody is voting out Tyler, 1,000%. We're all in, we're all in, Tyler's gone. Um, don't use it, 1,000%. Um, and she doesn't buy it, thankfully. She doesn't buy it. And she comes to the conclusion that I have lost too many of my friends over the last few weeks. It's time to save one of my friends and make sure someone else's friend goes home. Um, so I guess the first question to you, Lance, here is now that we know what happens, you know, I guess we have a little bit now knowledge of what happens in the future, but did Devon make the right move here? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a no brainer. And I'm just so glad that a person that we like is doing a smart thing in the house because that's, <laughs> there hasn't been a lot of that happening. Yeah. But it, you never know because there are so many people in your ear that it's tough to really know. But you know, she made the right decision. You have to save the numbers, especially when you are, the numbers are dwindling. And you, know, you might not realize that there is this huge alliance. Maybe you're starting to come to that realization, but no matter what, you gotta keep your ally. Yeah, it's very, and it's gotta be very tempting here to want to get closer to Nicole, get closer to Danny, build something with people who are actually have some kind of footing in the game, especially when you don't, you, you, like Devon knows that she's in not the best spot here. Um, and, and she does some work here to try to make something happen. And, you know, to David and Kevin's credit, uh, the, this group of three, this, this motley crew comes together and forms an alliance. They are now the house. Uh, we will see how long this particular alliance lasts. But thanks to Devon taking uh, Kevin down off the block, all three guaranteed to make it at least one more week. None of them the first member of the jury. So I, I got to say for someone who is anti-naming alliances, the house is a great name. I love it too. I, I do love it too. That's, it's cute. It's a great it's name. Cute. It's too bad it's kind of wasted on such a bad alliance, <laughs> it's but it's a great name. It's an alliance that Kevin's part of. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, 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 it is fun. It is fun. They're always going to be doing what the house wants. So that's, that's cute. It's cute. Yeah, I like stuff where you can kind of say it in front of people and no one really actually gets it. So that's always yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, so if, if our good friend, Kevin, has to come down off the block, unfortunately, Danny must now name a fourth person to go up on the block. Uh, Danny says she's shown her entire deck. And indeed she has. In addition to these four cards, she told Christmas that she was considering putting her up as a pawn. And she also mentioned to Christmas that she was considering putting Memphis up on a pawn. So she has, in her HOH, suggested to more than 50% of the people in the game that she was considering putting them up on the block, or actually did put them up on the block. Um, and even though she didn't put Devon up on the block, Devon probably realizes, I hope, that had she not won the veto, like, that was going to be her. It was not going to be Ian, I think. If, it, if it, Otherwise, it, it would have been her. Yeah, and I mean, you, you nailed it. And so it's just reinforces her decision and everything as well. So, but unfortunately, like we said, and to spoil it a little bit, the, the weeks don't really stack up in a, yeah. in a good way. So what do you think about this move from Danny uh, putting up Ian? Uh, obviously, she's got a choice here. Not a lot of a choice. Like the choice is Ian or or Enzo. Those are really the two people outside her alliance that are still vulnerable. Um, and she goes with Ian. Um, obviously, that causes problems with Nicole, uh, which is her best friend. You know, she's using her HOH to get out her best friend's best friend. Um, but was Enzo a better choice, Lance? What do you think? 
Uh, I think, you know, in a vacuum, it probably was a better choice to do that. But I totally understand Danny's thinking just because if she does that, you're really making Cody mad and then you're making Enzo mad. And these guys have proven to win things. And then you could be, you know, right at the bottom of that alliance and just be in real trouble. So she just made the safe play, which is what everyone's been doing. And so I can't really fault her for that, especially because Nicole doesn't really have a lot going on, especially now with Ian going. So I think she made a calculated decision that uh, wasn't the wrong decision. Yeah, Nicole's in a lot. Uh, Nicole's unfortunately in a bad spot here. Uh, or, you know, unfortunately, if you like her, I guess. Um, but, uh, but yeah, she, she's going to take a, she's got to take the hit here. And one of the reasons why she's got to take the hint is that, or the hit is that Ian's going to go home and Enzo might not. Um, Ty, there, you know, there are Tyler. You, you don't know. You don't know how it could have turned out. Um, so, um, so that that could have uh, that could have wound up. Uh, Cody was saying that he would have gone and saved Enzo and, and voted out Tyler. So, obviously, that would have caused more damage to Danny, though. So, Danny makes a decision. The best thing to do here is to just take the bullet and do something that's bad for my game and good for the game of everybody I'm in an alliance with, which is, I don't know, it's a little bit questionable, um, but it's tough to say that the best move here is to go against the gigantic majority alliance of the house. It's, it's yeah, a tough and, move. and you know, Danny's close with Nicole, who's close with Ian. Danny and Ian, not that close. So I, I totally get it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it is, it is, it is Nicole's, Nicole's friend. Uh, everybody loves Ian. Everybody does seem to love Ian. Ian He's is not classy. in, and Ian is in some fake alliances with people. Um, but despite being in a fake alliance with Cody, Cody has no interest in saving Ian at all. I can't blame him. Can't blame him. No. I really can't blame anyone for not wanting to stick their, their necks out uh, for, for this particular vote. Yeah, it, it makes total sense. And, you know, it was, it was a tough sell for Ian. You know, you were really rooting for him to, yeah. to flip that vote. You know, at points it looked like he might have gotten close. But it's tough to sell yourself when you're saying you're the lesser threat when you've you're one of two winners. So that's a, just a hard thing to sell. Yeah, well, we're now down to one winner. Uh, and fortunately, Nicole loses someone that she probably could have won against. Uh, a lot of people were saying that they don't want to vote for a winner over a non-winner. Um, so that the best way to defend against that is to bring two winners along. And now Nicole just can't do it. I just um, don't see, Nicole just, unless she starts winning things, I, it looks like a tough road for her. Yeah, and she may have a lot of trouble with the uh, folks on the jury that wind up going out of the house. Um, I mean, when Devon does go out of the game, presuming that she will not be the person who wins or is the runner-up, uh, there are going to be so much, so many hurt, hurt feelings there. Um, especially, like, not even when you consider they have a history that's not great, and then, like, add this on to it, it's... It's not going to be good. There's going to be a lot of jury house drama, I think, this this particular year. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's going to be the good kind either. It, it may just be the, the bad kind that makes you feel unhappy about the world. Well, that's uh, pretty on brand for 2020. It is the 20. It is the season that we deserve. It is the 2020 2020 of Big Brother seasons. Like that yep. is like there's no. It is yeah. So, uh, so what did, uh, we got one more, uh, one more, one more big cry session here, uh, out of, uh, Nicole. So that is our, that is our third crier here. We've got three criers. We have, we got started with Devon, then we had, uh, David, and now we have Nicole taking some lessons from Cody, asking if he can advise her 
on how to react when this whole vote goes down because Nicole is presumably the fourth vote to keep Ian. Um, she's trying to put out there to create this lie for at least Devon, at least, uh, you know, Kevin and, and David, although it kind of exposes David a little bit if the, uh, if the idea is that she wants to steal and claim David's vote. Uh, but Nicole, Nicole, who otherwise here I think would want to try and save Ian, uh, knows that if it is a 4-4 vote, it does nothing but causes Danny to break the tie and send Ian home anyway. So there's not a lot she can do. Um, even though she pitches all week long like she wants to be, like she wants to throw him a pity vote, like she really tries hard, like over and over again. Like you don't repeat the same conversation 15 times if you don't want it to happen. Yeah, it, it was, this whole week, once Ian was on there, it was tough to watch. He was like, you don't really see people get that angry. Like yeah. at the end of one of the episodes, he like kicks something and I was like, oh man, yeah, actually uh, anger. but. It was it was tough, especially like when he was like straight up just going at Danny in that HOH conversation and like it was a big blunder and all these things. And she, good for her for kind of taking it. You could tell she was like grinding her teeth and everything. And then for them to, for him to realize that like this was a concerted effort, it's good that he kind of like had respect for that. Yeah, you know? it's it's part of the Ian storyline where he's been telling people in the house uh, a, a few times. I've heard it on the live feed the story where uh, at one point, like back when he was a lot younger as a child, he was participating in this boat race. Uh, he thought he won, uh, he didn't win. And then he got so upset that he like threw a tantrum and like knocked over the gigantic thing of water that all the boats were in. Uh, and he says that like he has been playing backgammon a lot because he needed to learn how to lose and how to lose with grace. And we do see like a few moments here of that kind of like that, like that temper where he is like in the diary room where he kind of kicks, he kicks something and he's unhappy. He's unhappy that Danny made a stupid move. He doesn't realize that it's not, that's not what it is. Yeah. But um, to his credit, like he does come out looking so fantastic when he's sitting there with Julie, no hurt feelings. It's all just a game. He's impressed with the people who got him out. Um, that's, I love seeing that. I love seeing well, that. That's how it should be. And, yeah. you know, obviously it's not like that. People take things personal uh, as we've seen in this house, but yeah, it was, it was great for somebody learning how to lose. Like that's a very quick way to learn how to lose. And you just, I really appreciate people who have that kind of passion. He obviously cares more than probably a lot of people that have played and that are even in the house still. And so there's, that's what you want to see, especially for a season that's kind of feels like it's missing that fire. So it, it, I think they're going to miss that. And yeah. uh, to, to go back to Danny real quick, she was just put really in no man's land. She just, she really got lucky that Nicole didn't decide to make things really hard for her and make her vote and then make people mad. So it was a disastrous week, but it could have been so much worse for her as well. Yeah. So this, this new alliance of uh, Devon, Kevin, and David uh, all decide that the thing that would be best for their game is if they do force that vote. Uh, that tiebreak vote from Danny, make her choose a side, get blood on their hands. Really the best thing for their game is for Danny to come out looking as bad as possible. Um, and unfortunately, um, this is, it, it exposes them, but it really doesn't expose them to anything because they're already exposed. Like now they just know they're exposed, I guess. Um, but, uh, but Nicole flips, uh, Nicole does tell Ian in here goodbye um, sorry, I was working with someone else. Um, could have gone badly. Uh, she comes out looking okay, at least with Ian. 
So um, it, it was when funny. you're down, you eight to go. Yeah, you could kind of tell Julie like wanted to tell Ian like what was going on. It's like, but I can. Then she was like, like a sense of relief when Nicole said it. She's like, oh my god, thank you. Yeah. Was, well, she also that was kind of funny. She also wanted to give her give him a hug, but as you Let's know, give she cannot. Hugs. But Let's as you know, hugs. she cannot. Well, that's <laughs> I mean, that's the best thing that that this whole pandemic is as you know spawned is where oh I want to shake your hand, but I don't have to. Oh, I want to give you a hug, but I, I really can't. You know. So it's like making that it gives you that excuse to like not have to like interact with people. So yeah. that's the good part. Yeah, I've been antisocial. I've been antisocial this entire time. That's finally given me a reason for it, and I don't exactly. feel I don't feel bad about staying home and at Friday on Friday nights and doing nothing because that's there you go. Everyone's no more doing it now, right? Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, Lance, we still uh, we we have wrapped up this week just about, uh, but we still have a lot to talk about because we are going to talk about the future, Lance. We're going to talk about the new HOH. We're going to figure out who that is. We're going to figure out who might be on the chopping block this week, and we'll see uh, how the uh, events of last week are going to be shaping the future for several of our house guests. And we're going to do that all right after this. Okay, uh, Lance, we are back and uh, glad to be back because now we're going to start talking about some spoilers and uh, get into the future. And the you know future. how I, you know, you know how excited I get about the future, how bright and sunshiny it's going to be now that uh, now that one of our favorites has won the HOA. And now oh, it goes. It is the worst possible scenario, at least at least um, at least in in my in my particular opinion. Uh, but, uh, but your new HOH is Memphis oh. and there are so many reasons why that's bad. Uh, first of all, Memphis is the worst. That's one of the reasons, uh, he is very unlikable. Maybe there will be some kind of drama that comes from him being unlikable, from him being hmm. unnecessarily antagonistic towards David. Um, perhaps, probably not, probably the, uh, probably the kind that you don't want to see. Um, but this is, uh, this has, uh, been quite the week for, uh, quite the week for him. Uh, he's been in the news a little bit lately, uh, Memphis. I heard about that. Yeah, Let, so... Tell me more. Okay, well, unfortunately, uh, so two weeks, or last week, we were talking about him uh, and comments that he made about Ian. Uh, this particular week, uh, their internet was a buzz. Uh, just like last year, the question was, did he say the N-word? There was a clip where it sounds like maybe he did. Um, Whenever that's the question... Not that's great. not, that's never a good sign. It's never a good yeah. sign because it's no. always, because there's always like, well, it's not like, well, he couldn't possibly have said it. Like all of a sudden people are like, well, all right, let's get the tape out. Let's figure it out. Um, it looks like, uh, so CBS did put out a statement. Um, you know, obviously this is something that, you know, again, TMZ is covering it. Uh, it is, it is something that the real world is covering. Uh, it is another uh, unfortunate uh, punch in the face for Big Brother. Uh, but it does sound like if you want to take CBS's word for it, and here I feel like I am willing to do so, I think there is not like there is no reason for CBS to want to save Memphis if Memphis is saying the N-word. Uh, but they played back the tape, they had some experts listen to it, they isolated the audio, and they said no, that is not what he said. Um, so that is that is that is where we are now. Uh, yeah, that, is I don't, new, I... that is your new HOH. I don't like to give people the benefit of the doubt, especially with these kind of things, but I did listen to it and mm -hmm. I thought he said idiot as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm no expert, obviously, yeah. but- uh, Yeah, so uh, I, I had to- But I, never, 
it's when someone has to, like we said, if that's the question, obviously there's been other things that in other contexts that make that a reason that question's asked. Yeah, yeah. Um, whether you want to call them microaggressions or just regular aggressions or super aggressions, there are some aggressions uh, there for sure. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so that's your, that's your new HOH. So otherwise you might expect, well, okay, uh, sounds like Memphis has it out for David. Gonna put that guy on the block, send him out of the house, right? Uh, maybe not, maybe not, Ooh. because one of the, one of the earliest thoughts here, uh, and again, this is another proxy war week where there are three people on, there are three people, unfortunately, who may see the chopping block here, Devon, Kevin, and David, but everybody in the house has a different opinion about which one of those three it should be. And Cody would love to see Devon go. Cody would love to see Devon go. Um, obviously, uh, he is he is not the only person who wouldn't mind seeing her go, but there are plenty of people who want to see her stay. Uh, and part of the plan here is, well, if we keep David off the block, maybe it's going to look even worse for him. It's going to look even more like he voted to keep Tyler this past week. It's going to look even more like Tyler's on her side, and it's going to cause this three-person alliance that's going to become a, presumably a two-person alliance at the end of the week is now going to be such a mess, and those two people can't possibly work with each other. Um, so this is the this is the grand plan here to continue pulling the wool over the eyes of the increasingly small minority in the house. And it keeps working, which is the frustrating part. They do get them to to butt heads and, and everything. And uh, should you call I, Big Brother? Yeah, I know who's nominated. Should we uh, should we break the yeah, news? Yeah, I mean we let's let's get right to it here. Um, Dan, and Kevin, Dan, Kevin. That's twenty twenty. Here you are. Um, yeah. So they're <laughs> they're pulling that move, which honestly, like from their side of it, that's a smart move to do. It's. To, yeah, especially if it gets it to, to, to fight and infight and the focus stays off of them. It's just a really, it's a savvy play. It, it is, and I hate that. I, oh, I really I do. Like, I, I, I hate, hate that about it. And I've been like racking my brain over the fa past few weeks. You know, we've had, uh, we had Sadie Jenis. Uh, well, I, I talked to her here, but we had her on the show. Um, it's a, a lot of people are talking about how Big Brother needs to be fixed. Like there are problems with Big Brother here. Um, and... I just, like again, like this week just kind of like highlights part of the problem. Like I, I hate where this is going, but part of the problem is that it is it is these people that I don't really like who have just won six out of seven head of household competitions. And it is, I mean, maybe you got a cast different because we just don't like who's in the cast and who's winning, but it's really tough to do something against that. Like when the other side's winning so much there's only so much you can do. Yeah, the casting hasn't been great, which as we've seen it through previous seasons and everything. And the problem with, with all this stuff, it's kind of like pro wrestling. Like you can have the bad guys win a lot, but the good guys have to win something. You know, they have to have a little something. You got to give them a little bit. And right now, like Davon is the only little bit and that was barely anything. Yeah. So we needed an HOH week from a minority player just to add some spice to this game right yeah. now. I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm nervous, almost, I'm almost nervous suggesting it, but I wish America had more of a say here. Like, I just, like, mm. I, I know we, I know we've gotten it wrong numerous times in the past. Uh, we, we saw Joey and we put her on Team America. That was not right. We shouldn't have done that. We saw uh, Big Jeff and we thought, 
you know what we want to do? We want to make sure that this guy goes far. Shouldn't have done that. Um, and presumably America will get it wrong in the future. Uh, but uh, but I, it would be nice to have some kind of a veto power over these over these folks and to have someone just be, someone's got to step up and say like, this isn't good. Even if it's just us like casting a vote every week to show them how displeased we are, I, I would love that. And also I would love if the people who are there playing and wind up in the jury as a result of this kind of gameplay, just stand up and say, you know what? Like, this is not the kind of big brother I wanna play. And I don't want to reward this with a jury vote at the end. Like, if I'm on the bottom, tell me I'm on the bottom. Don't like make me blow up at all my friends and make me look like an idiot while you just don't want to tell the truth because it's uncomfortable to do so. You're so desperate to, to try to fix this game that you're trying to trust America. That's... <laughs> Right? That is sad. It's a bad sign. That's a but bad sign. I, I think I think you do have a point because uh, I think what was it last season where they had some America stuff and people started realizing, like, oh crap, they hate me out there. That changed yeah. stuff. So yeah. especially these people who have these, you know, endorsement deals or whatever you want to call them, they're influencers and stuff. Yeah. They're gonna care what America's thinking out there. We've heard them talk about that. So I definitely sure. it's weird that they haven't at least made that something like they could have made that part of when they were doing these powers they could have made that a part of it so yeah i'm, I'm with you there and then the casting just has to change like you can't have you know one gay person and like one or two minorities every time like mm -hmm. that's just yeah. not this is this is what happens yeah the cast of the next big brother season needs to look a lot more like the cast of the next challenge season like they're they're getting it they're getting it right on the mtv side uh with with casting um, at, at least with the, at least with some of the diversity, um, as far as the, uh, as far as the, the number of D bags, um, yeah. a little, a, a lot more of those on MTV. So yeah. The challenge in real on. world, you know, they've been ahead of the game for a lot of things. So, uh, I, I don't, I think marrying them or at least trying to is a good a step in the right direction, but yeah, it's just crazy. Like even on survivor, we, they at least have some really good casting choices and yeah. you know it, it just leaves you wanting more with a lot of these casting choices yeah it's I, I mean when i first learned that memphis was going to be on this particular season like i we could have done without memphis there was no great reason to have memphis was not someone who was liked in his first season he was not someone who was respected in his first season he was the mixologist he was the womanizer um, and now he has grown up, he is a dad, um, but sometimes you just hear him talk and you think he has not come as far as you think he has um, with some of the things that he says. So um, he, is, he is making moves here. I, I mean, he is our first two-time HOH here. Uh, so, you know, obviously he's gonna try to do something to set him up better for the end of the game. Uh, he's got an idea, and I wanna run this idea behind you, uh, be, be, uh, by you, Lance, because uh, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of intrigued with this. Uh, but he's got a plan to make some alliances. So Memphis and Enzo were talking, and what Memphis would like to do is Memphis would like to create the Wise Guys Alliance. He'd like to create a three-person alliance with himself, Enzo, and Cody, the Wise Guys. But he'd also like to create a three-person alliance with himself, Enzo, and Christmas, and also call it the Wise Guys. And he would like to create a four-person alliance that includes both Cody and Christmas and call that alliance the wise guys. What do you think? I think it's uh, honestly kind of clever because, you know, George Foreman, the, the famous boxer, named all his kids George so he wouldn't forget their names. Yeah. And, you know, with so many alliances, 
people slip up. We've seen it before. Now, if you slip up, everyone's part of it. So. That's that's the reason why I really like it because I feel like that's the that's like the number one like biggest danger of having so many alliances in the house is you're just trying to like, all right, is this one the quack pack or what the hell did yeah. we call this thing? Yeah. This way, they're all the same. It's great. Um, I just want everyone to be in that alliance though. We're there isn't just like half the house or three quarters or whatever. Everyone needs yeah. to be in it. Everyone needs to think they're part of it. it it's yeah. a little sexist, you know, Christmas accepting that. Why not wise people, you know? Well, maybe she'll, maybe she'll have a, maybe she'll have some ideas uh, with the, <laughs> with the name. Uh, she can, she can chime in there. But uh, Memphis is in a, in a good spot. What about the Mary guys? What's Merry that? Christmas. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Mary. Mm-hmm. That's cute. That's cute. Yeah. The uh, ideas are popping. Yeah, Memphis is in a great spot here. If in a great spot means trying to win that second place fifty thousand dollar prize. I mean, does is there anybody he goes up against that he beats? No, Kevin? and a lot of and a lot of people are now talking about that they realize that he is that person that everyone can beat. Uh, and Devon has said that he's got to go because of that. Um, yeah, that like a lot of people see him like that. Um, well, it, it kind of su- like we're then rewarding this guy with like fifty grand too. Yeah. You know? uh, that's I mean that's the per, that's kind of like the perversion of Big Brother um, where you have someone like Victoria in the house and you want to keep her around forever because she can beat her at the end and then she gets a lot of money because she's the worst um, or the best if you want to maybe there's I mean, some fans out there but like but that's not America what is right <laughs> yeah um, but it's a, I mean it's the same it's the same it's the survivors got the same problem too you yeah. gotta take someone who's unlikable to the end and unfortunately yeah. that just means you've got someone unlikable around for a very long time yeah. um, and that's why they don't advertise the fact like oh this person just got a hundred grand you know <laughs> that's right um, yeah if there's anyone who doesn't need that money it's probably Memphis um, anyway uh, uh, the restaurant biz not looking great yeah so it looks like uh, looks like there are it could be a very big battle here uh, between Devon and Kevin. Uh, obviously, Vito is going to be absolutely crucial. Um, you would imagine that David's the replacement here if he is not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If if David wins the veto, um, that might be the best case scenario for everybody because only David knows that David's telling the truth. Well, David and everybody who's working against him, but only David knows that those that he's telling the truth. And if he does save Day here. Um, that could actually go a long way. Um, that would so be great. That would be great. The only thing is maybe he realizes like, hey, they're down to three. We have these numbers. Maybe I can pick off a Nicole or somebody. But I, I just don't see that happening. Memphis just seems like a, a guy, let, let's stay the course. We're going to stay this course and then see what happens. Yeah. A lot of people seem to want David around uh, in the end game, at least on the guy's side of the alliance. Um, they, don't, they don't seem to think that he is someone who is especially good at playing Big Brother. Um, if we and, get a final three of Memphis, David, and somebody else, oh my God, that would just be the cherry on top of this season. Huh? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, there are a lot of scenarios where David can go very deep into the game, but there aren't a lot of scenarios where he can go deep into the game and be respected for it. And that's what he needs to actually win this thing at the end. I, I don't like, he's going to have so, like, even getting those easy votes from like Devon and Kevin and people he's aligned with that's going to be tough. Like, it's just going to be tough depending on who he's up against. So well, that, unless he's why, there with Memphis. He needs that's that. what I'm, I was about to say that that's why he needs David to stay safe because that's the only guy he beats. It's the only person, right? Maybe and, Kevin, but I don't even know about, that's not guaranteed. He's beating David. And really that's, I mean, if, if Kevin, I mean, if David really wants to play hardcore big brother here, 
you form a final two deal with Memphis yep. and you do it based around the fact that neither of us can win against anyone else. We both suck so much. I don't think Memphis understands how much. And everyone sucks. thinks they hate each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they, yeah. oh yeah, Memphis, Memphis has no idea. Yeah. They're of, both to totally unaware. A lot of fake beefs in the Big Brother house right now. A lot of people pretending to not like each other. Um, the What's funny is Tyler one kind of real. What's funny is they do that and then they go and hang out with each other. It's like, oh, we're just going to pretend like that. You can't keep it. I mean, it's too hard in the house for that do long. You, do you think there are going to be a lot of these folks hanging out together after the season's over? No. Yeah. No, they're all going back to their actual lives. That's the difference between like a regular Big Brother season and this. Some people, listen, some people will hang out. I saw that Kaser, oh, yeah. uh, Kaser, uh, now that he is free from the, uh, the Big Brother bubble, uh, has uh, gone and started hanging out with uh, Swaggy and Bailey. They were uh, hanging out, uh, having dinner together. Yeah, so fancy. Wow. Um, yeah. Did, you, did they pick him up in the new Tesla or? <laughs> the, 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 the pair of matching Teslas. That's, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard Lance, but Swaggy's rich now. He's he rich and he doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't like talking about it, but he's got some cash. Yeah. Hates bringing it up, but he also doesn't like when people ruin surprises about uh, new cars <laughs> that he advertises. Well, if you don't want the surprise to be ruined, don't tweet about it beforehand. How about that? I just like, I mean, okay, like I wouldn't, if I was interviewing Bailey, if we had her here on the show, we never will because no one respects us enough to have those. Uh, those <laughs> but if she so did, we wouldn't blow that surprise, Lance, because we're professionals. I would have, and I just because I want the wrath of Swaggy C. <laughs> Nah, so so there, there's nothing like that's not the wrath. You don't. There's nothing to worry about. Swag, Bailey. That's the wrath you need to worry about. She's the one who holds the grudge. I, I feel like uh, Swaggy. Swaggy, you could uh, make a move against, and Swaggy might be okay with it. But uh, Bailey will never forgive you. No, especially absolutely. if the moves against Swaggy, she'll never forgive you. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, true. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see where this week goes, Lance. Uh, we've we've had weeks like this before where we thought things were going to go terrible and things just get really interesting right before the uh, the vote so maybe things will break open but i mean i hope for the best but prepare for the worst right that's all i do yeah uh all right so lance uh oh we got some big news here lance so if you love the big brother brothers and i know you do uh, you know that you can subscribe to the Big Brothers on your favorite podcasting app, Lance, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google uh, Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and now Amazon Music. Uh, oh, what up, Jeff Bezos? Surprise! You can get podcasts there now. You can get podcasts anywhere. Like if, if the local 7-Eleven starts selling podcasts, you'll find us there too. Because uh, one of them will buy us. We'll, be, we'll go anywhere. Uh, but yeah, follow us there. Uh, and if you haven't uh, been checking us out on the YouTube, uh, or the Facebooks, go check us out on the YouTube and the Facebook. Uh, and uh, take a look at the video. Uh, you might see Walter, uh, you might see Lance, you'll definitely see me. Um, it's good stuff, good stuff. Um, and of course, if you really like what you've heard, please leave us a review. Uh, we'd love it. Five stars, if you please. Uh, five stars only. Right, Lance? Absolutely. Absolutely. Four stars and you're dead to me. <laughs> Four stars and you're dead to Lance. All right. Well, that sounds like a great note to wrap things up on. Uh, we'll see you back here uh, next week, everybody. Uh, throughout the, no matter how bad it gets in the Big Brother 20 season, we stuck around to the end of Big Brother 21. We're going to stick we'll around to the end of Big Brother 22. It can't no, be that worry. bad. It could be that bad, but we'll see. We'll uh, see for sure. Yeah. Join us back here next week to find out how bad it gets. See you then, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.